What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Oh, yeah. What's happening out there? Welcome in to another episode of Bolt Brady and his bro. We're here to chat some preview edition one more time before the real action starts. Let's welcome in our guy. That's right. We only have one more week and it's showtime. And then it's on. <laughs> uh, before we dive into this real quick and before I forget, there's a couple things that I'd like to announce. Uh, remember, we were going to tell people, uh, the listeners, if they'd like to join the Bolt Challenge with us. Yeah, the uh, you trying to explain what it is? Well, I'll explain it quickly. So it's it's kind of like a fantasy league in the sense that it's a full season long, and you get ten thousand dollars worth of fake chips money, so to speak. And uh, the website it's called Office Football Pool, but it lets you bet on college and NFL games, and so you could bet ten thousand dollars on a game, um, you know, or you could spread that out. To, so that you can try to last the whole season and whoever ends up with the most chips money at the end wins and it pays out like the top four places and i think first place usually pays about how much uh thirty five hundred i think last year so yeah thirty five hundred so it's basically a way for you to gamble all season the uh buy-in's only a hundred dollars there's usually about a hundred people that do it or so yeah the the bang for the buck is is awesome because you get Minimum of three picks a week, maximum up 10, and it's spread between college and NFL, like you said. Yep. So anyway, if you're interested in joining that, you can email us at score at boltbrady.com. Yep, and give us the hundo before you go 10,000 all in one game and and disappear. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, And then uh, the other thing I was going to say, so last week we were talking about Billy Walters' book, and for those of you um, that don't know who Billy Walters is, he's supposed to be the, well, he is, the the best sports gambler of all time. And there's a few things that I took from the book that was kind of interesting. I thought I'd pass those along if you don't mind. Yeah. Great. Uh, number one, the, he mentioned um, Woody Harrelson, the, the actor. White men can't jump. Yep. That's right. Um, and did you know that you probably do because you know all these like random things that Woody Harrelson's dad um, killed a federal judge? Oh, I don't know if I've heard that. Yeah. And he got put in the slammer. Hmm. And so that was one of the things that came up. And I won't tell you how. And I'll let you read the book. And then the other thing is. Um, yeah, this guy, Billy, wow, did he throw chips down on things? Like, he went over, and this is in the 80s, too. He went over to a guy's house one night because the guy was wealthy and he liked to gamble. And he and Billy played pool all night long for $200,000. They were playing um, $20,000 a game. Whoever gets to $200,000 first is the winner. I take it Billy never got married or had like a family. <laughs> well, so it's funny you said. I mean, just we're <laughs> Vegas. You're out all the time. He got he got married super young, like uh, in his is like twenty twice. I think he was married twice by the time he was twenty two, and he had a couple kids, and then uh, and then he got remarried. I think again at forty. And she's been by his side the whole time, and she's from Kentucky also. So. And I think she comes from like a gambling background or whatever. So she's familiar with the lifestyle. And then how about this? He played the roulette tables against big Steve Wynn one mm-hmm. night and won $3.8 million on roulette. 
Like the Win Casino, or or Win was actually present. Um, well, so I don't know. If it, it was one of Win's casinos. It might have been before, like you know, the Win Casino, because I think he had a couple before that. Yeah. So anyway, and then lastly, he was talking about gambling and you know the how it's um, becoming more popular in the United States. And he was talking about over in Europe. And how about this? If you're a European citizen and you're gambling over there, you don't have to pay taxes on your winnings. Nice. How legit is that? Yeah, so. I've had some some people have gone to like Australian stuff, and it's in the sports bars. It's like the kiosks are right there, and you can just fire away your bet on the games. And I, and I wonder if you have to pay taxes there or not. But so anyway, he was saying in Europe that they don't make you pay taxes because they realize the benefits of it. Like, you know, you're employing all these people, plus, you know, they get taxes from the casinos and stuff. So, But the individual doesn't get taxed. That'd be unreal. Hmm. So anyway, okay. Well, are they taxing people that, you know, off their private bookies? No, no, no. We're not talking about... I'm talking about just the legal. No, I get it. In I Europe? Mean, no, I'm just saying here in the States. I mean, if, you're, if you've got some action through a private bookie, it's like well, people don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, private bookie, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about the legal routes, like the fan duels. Got it. You know? Because, um, like, you know, I was just talking to our boy in Colorado today. He uses fan duel. In Colorado. And so, yeah, if he wins, he's paying taxes on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, big guy. So today, <laughs> it's the last preview before the season begins. And we're going to come at you with the NFC West and the AFC West. Yep. Where should we start? I say we start on the NFC West because the thing that is sticking out to me was your San Francisco 49ers. Wow, nice play with Trey Lance. One of the worst calls in the history of football. Sure is. Dude, I saw a thing. So for those that don't know, Trey Lance, he was the third overall pick. The The Niners gave up like a boatload of draft choices for him. Um, I think everyone knows the the story that watches football. Yeah, well, he they don't know that he had never he combined college and high school. The guy didn't even have six hundred attempts. So, I mean, you're just like, hey, let's take this guy as an athlete. And eight college starts because of COVID. Right. I mean, it was just not the play. But I heard that it wasn't Shanahan. Mac Jones is with Shanahan's uh, guy. And that wouldn't have gone well either. Probably not. But, you know, dude, I'll tell you what. How lucky did they get with Purdy? Because uh, if it, you know, I mean, this guy's just masking the stink up here. He's putting the lipsticks on uh, the lipstick on the pig. He slightly saved the day. Yeah, I heard someone kind of going over. You know, uh, Bill Parcells is always a stickler in terms of like these rules he had for for drafting certain guys. I mean, he would measure guys from their waist down, like for cornerbacks, and they had to be certain like leg length and just got pretty picky. But one of his things with quarterbacks was they need to have like at least twenty four starts or something in college football. Really. Yeah, and like, I think Purdy has like in the 40s at right. Iowa State. Oh, yeah, he's a baller. You know, and then you got to be over 60% was one of Parcells, which, you know, the completions are huge. Yeah, but he would, that means he would have passed up on Josh Allen because jo- jo- I mean, Josh was like at 50. In he, Wyoming? Yeah, he might have been the 49, actually. It was terrible. So, yeah. but clearly that's because of the coaching and stuff. Yeah, yep. They brought it out of him, but they couldn't bring it out of Trey. So the nines, woo! They're the talk of the town. There's a couple. Cha- there's a couple changes. New defensive coordinator, 
Big Steve Wilkes from Carolina is coming over. He was the interim coach when Matt Rule got fired. He's a good coach. Yep. Everyone thought that. Well, not everyone, but people thought he was going to take over at Carolina, and they go, nope, we're taking Frank Garby Reich here instead. They want an offensive guy. Right. Most people do right now. Well, that's probably the way to go. I mean, these defensive guys don't have the best record. And the way the rules are and the way people want their, you know, people want to watch their team score. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't people need... want to win. That's true. But, I mean, these slow grinders don't really sell well. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what the Niners need to do, though. They need to make sure they sign Big Bosa because he's not signed yet. Nope. It's gone, it's gone a little bit deeper than they – you know, Lynch said it's going to take a while. I mean, what, what do you give the guy? You know, $28 million a year? I don't know. But they need to fire it up. That guy balls. How about he put pressure on the quarterback – 20% of the time, and that's just like, you know, if you do it like 12 or 13% from a lineman, uh, interior lineman, that's pretty good, and he's almost at 20. Yeah. I, I haven't even, you know, you hear they're negotiating, but you don't hear any really tidbits about, like, if they're close or yeah. back and forth. It, it's been pretty silent. Yeah, they're not talking squat. Well, they better hurry up because the season's about to kick off here. Um, and then the other thing that stood out with me, you know, about the NFC West is, and we talk about this, you know, when we handicap the gains, but how about the Los Angeles Rams, uh, lost their last seven games to the Niners? Is that pure domination? Yeah. They always say Shanahan's kind of got McVay's number. Dude, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but you have the Rams and how about this stat on the big Rams? So they were five and 12 last year and that's a bueno record. It's the worst record ever for the Super Bowl defending champs the following year. Huh. So they slightly went all in and they've got no problem um, admitting it. They go, we went all in to win the Super Bowl. We did. And then now they're paying the price. And speaking of paying the price, how about this stat? 43% of their salary cap this year is going to guys that aren't even on the squad. Jeez. That's tough. <laughs> I mean, that's tough. You 43% of your pocketbook is going to guys that aren't even on the squad. Huh. I mean, you know, two years ago, we were probably doing this. And we are like, this is the best conference in football. Sure. And it's it's. It's still got some quality teams at the top here, but it's it's definitely weakened. Yep, yep, you're right. That did change quickly there. I mean, when Russ was humming with the Seahawks, Kyler was still exciting. <laughs> the Rams were legit, and the Niners were, were pushing them. Yep, yep, you're right. That, that did change quickly. Uh, the Rams, I, I think I mentioned it on an earlier podcast, how the scheduling doesn't help them this year either. So four of the teams they play, I mean, they only play 17 games. So, you know, a fourth of their schedule, they're playing teams that are coming off their bye. The Rams, this is? Yeah. So four teams are coming off their bye, and then they take on the Rams. I mean, this is going to be a long season for the Rams. (laughs) Their squad is bueno. On defense, they've got Donald, and that's about it. So big Donald, get ready for triple teams quadruple teams and they're gonna go why don't we see if the rest of the defense can beat us here we don't think they can yeah he he was down in terms of his numbers a little bit last year i don't know if it's because he was thought about retiring but he'll probably be a bit of a beast again this year I'm well sure he's a little pissed. no his numbers are down because he gets no help i mean literally like you know when you're getting the double and triple team it doesn't matter how good you are um the thing about him is and this uh, this is not a joke. I'm not trying to be funny here at all. I went to go look at the depth chart, you know, for the Rams. And so I go to Google it. And then I'm like, 
wow, did this accidentally bring up the Colorado State Rams? I'm like, this squad looks bueno. <laughs> and I scrolled up and I go, nope, that's the Los Angeles Rams right there. I mean, that's how bueno this squad is. I thought it was the Colorado State Rams when I saw the depth chart. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if there's that much payroll going out the door and, and we're rebuilding, you got to go younger and cheaper. Yep. So, I mean, they sent, like, Bobby Wagner back out the door. He's back in Seattle, same division. Jalen's went to Florida. Yep. One of the guys they got younger, though, third round, Stenson Bennett, quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs. Stetson, yeah. Did you know he's on the squad? Yeah, they let him play pretty much the entire preseason. Um, he didn't look very good the other day when he was, he was the last preseason game he was playing a lot of. Yeah, I mean, you know, what do you expect? I mean, but, it, you know, at least with him... The speed of the game shouldn't be that much different than the SEC, you know? No, and talk about getting some quality starts. I mean, he definitely had a ton here the last couple of years. Yeah. He just, he's just he got a small little frame. I'm sure he's bright enough to, to kind of take on the system, but didn't he get caught boozing or something, too, after the, the championship there? Yeah, he might have. Yeah, he's not very big at all. Um, speaking of not very big, why don't we move on down? To the Arizona Cardinals. This is this is where it's rock bottom. This is where the squad is going to be bueno. <laughs> Did you see they dropped Colt McCoy I, I yesterday? Was, I was just about to say that to you because that's our boy. And I actually, the first week, I, I was, I've put in one bet um, this season before the before season one, and it was I got Arizona plus seven against the Commanders the first game. And I was doing that because of Colt. I'm like, he's going to ball. Plus, he played for them, so he's going to be pissed off. And when I ready to let go of him, I go, rotten. Wish I could take that bet back. We've got big Josh Dobbs coming in on a week's worth of work. Jim Christmas. They picked him up like 12 days ago. Yeah. Yeah. And From then, Cleveland. Right. And so these guys are basically going, hey, guys, our team's going to be bueno, and we're probably just going to crap on the whole season so we can get Caleb Williams quarterback from USC next year. So what do you do with Kyler? I mean, he's coming off the ACL. It's like, it, it, why would you even play him? And let, it's like, just you they're, gotta, you they're gotta keep him out and trade him. Well, so that's the thing. Remember, though, they just paid him. Huge. Yeah, bad call. That Well, so anyway, um, I mean, I'm still high on Kyler, but he might need a new change of scenery. So someone was saying, and this makes sense, because the Cardinals have two first-round picks next year, and I think they're in the top 10, um, depending on how things play out. But they're, they'll probably be in the top 10 because I think one of the picks comes from the Rams, and the Rams are going to be bueno. Uh, and so what they were saying is you could ship off Kyler with one of the first rounds to get rid of his salary cap and then just take on big Caleb Williams. Hmm. So that kind of makes sense. The other thing is the that needs to probably be mentioned about the Cardinals is they they've got the new head coach now, Jonathan Gannon from Philly, defensive coordinator. That is correct, defensive coordinator from the Philadelphia Eagles. So, first time ever being a head coach. He brought over uh, some other guys for the Eagles. So, all in all, what we're trying to say is the squad's going to be bueno this year. Yeah, they got a new GM too, so it's like they're both kind of trying to come in, let let people know this is their show now. You know, let's change the culture, let's restart here. Exactly. Translation: three wins. <laughs> I think the over under 
uh, is like six. I, I saw four and a half. Oh, was it that low? Yeah. And, wow. And back to the Rams joke. The Rams was six and a half. <laughs> well, the Rams came out at seven and a half, and then that thing got drilled. Because they're like, here's the thing, and I kind of said this. Remember week one, and this applies to the Rams, too. And we'll be taking a little closer look at it. Well, it's crazy that week one's next week. But, um, you know, you want to take these squads like the Rams and stuff in the beginning where there's no injury problems. Because their squad is not great, but it's not horrible when the first stringers are on. But so, yeah, I mean, Stafford's neck and all that, like the, the health and, and cup was hurt. Like all these guys need to be out there. Right. And when they're out there, you know, okay, we can ball. But if anything happens after that, like if Aaron Donald goes down or something, good night. I mean, so you might want to look at these squads in the beginning. <laughs> I saw Stafford's wife, you know, she kind of puts herself out there and chats a lot. Yeah. She was saying uh, he's been coming back and being like, man, you know, I'm kind of one of the older guys now. He's like 35-ish, 36. He's like, all these young dudes, especially our team, super young. He's like, I don't really know how to connect with them. Right. He's like, back in the day, you'd kind of come out after practice and shower and guys are ping pong cards. He's like, no one looks up from their phone now. It's like they go, they look at their phone, like there's not this social factor anymore. Well, I know how you can connect with them, big guy. Why don't you grab that uh, wallet of yours and go out to one of the best clubs in L.A. and have these guys come with you and get some lady friends there to meet you, and I guarantee everyone will be doing some bonding, buddy. Let's get the bottles rocking, That's staff. right. Start paying, start getting some chips out, start getting the bottle service rocking with the younger guys, and I guarantee you they'll start liking you, bud. Mm-hmm. Now, they make the rookies They make the rookies take them out once and hit them with the <laughs> stiff like steak <laughs> dinner bill that's garbage it should be the other way around i mean in la like you can't connect with the younger guys come on dude i think the chargers did it last year like to a rookie and the guy was like crapping his pants he's like dude all these bottles of wine and steaks right and khalil mack was like i'll help you out bro i got her (laughs) i got i think he made him throw in but he's like dude i'll I'll take the bulk right cheapers (laughs) i would hope so uh and then the last squad we have here in the NFC West to discuss is the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Big Geno. Geno Smith. Guy was the talk of the town last year. Most improved player. It had been seven years since he was a starting quarterback. Pretty incredible. What do you think about the Seattle Seahawks? I mean, I like how Pete Carroll turned it around. I mean, that was a cool video. You know, he was kind of winging it around. I sent you in practice. I mean, Recently, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's great, man. Just his vibe and his energy. The, the guys can feel it. Gino got like a one-year deal, I think, which was, I think this year he's going to make more than he had in his previous whole career in the NFL. Wow. Um, I, that was a pretty good year for him. I don't know if he'll t- he's going to back it up like he did, but I, I think they'll finish second in the division. And be right around 500 again. Okay. But, you know, they're not going to push the Niners to win the thing. Yeah. I think they're going to regress as well here. The the thing is, is they weren't supposed to have a very good offensive line last year. And the first half of the season, the O-line sacked up for them. But then, as the season went along, you know, they went to where everyone thought they were supposed to be. I mean, this is supposed to be like a bottom five offensive lines in the NFL. That's not going to be good. But you still have my boy, Big DK, because that guy balls. 
So their wide receivers are legit. They have DK and they have Lockett and they got um, that receiver Jackson from um, Ohio State. Smith Ninjiba. Yeah, they, they do. I mean, Pete and the GM do a good job getting talent. They always find them. Right. And their running back is still um, Kenneth Walker. Didn't that, wasn't that guy your champ on fantasy last year? K-9. Yep. Michigan <laughs> Stater. <laughs> he balled. He, he's really good. I think he got a little dinged up too, but yeah, he, he should be back. And well, rolling. see, that's the thing is everyone's it's the same teams always get dinged up that's the thing like with the Niners like yeah of course on paper you have CMC you have Debo you have Kittle you have Ayuk um, and you have Purdy and you're like okay and then you have Trent Williams maybe the best left tackle in all football but dude can we stay on the field they're just never on the field but yeah, I mean, that's the story of the NFL, right? You know, well, it's like it's hard for all of them. For some guys, but for some guys, it's not. Like, I don't know. It's just weird that the same same teams, Niners being one of them, always get hurt. Bosa, he's another one. Yeah, same with him and his brother Kittle. Like a forearm's always dinged up. Yeah. So it's like you know, let's reel her in a little bit because over in Kansas City where they're winning the championships, like Patty and Kelsey and stuff, that those guys don't come off the field. Patty had the ankle, but he played through it. Right. Um, yeah, Niners, it's, it's 10 and a half wins over under. And it started at, at 11 and a half, actually. Maybe it's just the uncertainty with, with Purdy somewhat. Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, and that, this isn't rocket science here. If those guys stay on the field, they're going to ball. But if those guys start getting injuries and stuff, that's going to be make it much tougher. I see the the Seahawks is ten and a half. I, I'd go under on the Seahawks. I don't think it's that high, is it? The one I saw last night was. Wow. Yeah, that's under for sure. I mean, they were nine and eight last year. Dude, I'm gonna have to double check that ten and a half. Or that sounds a little high. <laughs> I think it might be the nine and a half. Or you got the Niners winning the division. <sighs> yeah, I mean, how can you not? You know, um, I do. Well, I. That division, like you said, it's crazy. I look at it now and I'm like, man, this thing's garbage. It's too bad. I mean, the Niners certainly aren't, but yeah, the, the other ones have have weakened the last two seasons. Right. Wow. I mean, in Arizona, I always like them because of Kyler, and if he's out, phew, wow, that's going to be fun to watch. People in Arizona aren't going to have too much fun this this year on Sundays. I hope those guys get the NFL ticket. James Conner's getting like two yards of carry. <laughs> but he's scoring a small amount of touchdowns. It's crazy. And he is not very fast. I've chitted about him before, but yeah, it's tough. That team's going to be real tough. Is that going to be what that's going to be? Whew. I mean, you could be in the conversation for the worst squad in the NFL. Well, yeah, that's what they're trying to do. They're, they're, if they're on some TV games, they'll flex them out of them later. <laughs> That's props to your squad when you get flexed out. Um, okay. All right. AFC West are here. Yep. First thing that stands out to you. Today, we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. No, we're not talking about a baby. We're talking about your baby makers. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like your babies are delicate, your little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's Platinum Package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com and use our code BOLT, B-O-L-T, and you'll get 20% off 
plus free shipping. All righty, let's get back to the show. Uh, I told you that the team I kind of I, I like, I, they're going to have a great year, is the Chargers. Oh, Chargers. How about this stat that I found out about? So their first year in the NFL was 1960, and the Hilton family from the Hilton Hotels actually owned them. I, I never I never knew that. Really? Yeah. Yep. Conrad. Conrad Hilton. Yep. He, he owned them in 1960 when they first started out. Well, if we're going to chit about the Chargers, might as well chit about Big Kellen Moore, the new offensive coordinator that comes over from the Dallas Cowboys. Guy likes to throw it downfield a little bit more. And is Herbert slightly going to like that? Because Herbert has a rocket arm. But actually, if you look at the statistics, the offensive coordinator last year was having him dump the ball off almost more than any quarterback in the nfl is that incredible Mm -hmm. he was like he literally had like the most passes under seven yards last year and he's like dude what is this arm here for big guy i think his his main wideouts were were coming in and out of the lineup a lot you know so i I mean i guess dumping it off to eckler maybe isn't a bad solution but you got to let the guy cut it loose well so speaking of the receivers the first time in nfl history that there was six guys on the same team that had over 500 yards receiving and three touchdowns. So you got you had the experience there. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of guys that can actually step up. But talk about a team with the injuries. I mean, holy cow. But they're stacked if these dudes can stay out there. Well, right. But, again, I mean, you know, Williams, that's another guy that gets hurt all the time. He does. And he, he's – they're these big yoked receivers. I don't know why they, you know, what's going on here. I don't know if it's the off season training. You know, they're not, you know, they're not focusing on the soft tissue enough. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and then they they actually drafted another receiver. Yeah, Quentin Johnson from Big TCU. He's six foot four. He's not as yoked. He's like the one eighty three, which is just a rail. He's good though, but he's a baller. Yeah. And then they're chitting about how they had his quarterback. They drafted his quarterback too, Big Max Duggan from TCU, but they just let him go yesterday. So how does the the team like the Chargers and the Seahawks continue to find like good receivers in the draft and like the Patriots never get one? Well, someone there clearly knows what's going on. It's it's just like the in baseball, the Oakland Athletics. Like those guys get good players all the time. But then when it's time to pay them, you know, the A's go, oh, see you later. Someone else can take you, Chapman or whoever. I mean, so, yeah, no, someone over there knows what they're doing with the receivers. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, and Bill Bell needs someone in there that knows what they're doing because he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, Palmer is another receiver for the Chargers. He He's great. I mean, mm-hmm. he's I would not great, but he's a good receiver. So, I mean, there's four big good dudes right there. Right. And then um, it helps that they have a top 10 offensive line, too. So they're, they, they're supposed to have a top 10 offensive line. That's always a good place to start. That's what, And when Herbert first got the, the gig, when he had to come in um, that first season, you know, when the, the guy got the punctured lung, um, the O-line was garbage. Yeah. Right. Well, so we'll see. So you think the Chargers, so you like them to what? You put down a Super Bowl bet on them? I did. What, yep. was, what were the odds? Uh, In the 20s, right? Was it twenty six hundred? Yeah, was it a hundred to win twenty six hundred? Yeah, twenty six to one. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. So, with that in mind, are they going to knock off Patty and the Chiefs in the AFC West? Yes. Really? So you have the Chargers going number one. 
Yeah, I mean, if, if these guys stay healthy, they were right there last year. Well, it was, I'm not, it was yeah, close. I'm not totally against it. I mean, yep. history is against you. How about this? Patrick, good try, buddy. Five straight seasons with 13, plus, 13 wins or more. Wow. That is domination, Patrick. So my brother here thinks that they're going to knock you off the hill. Patty might have different things to say about that. Patty just defies logic. He's the first Super Bowl winner last year who led the NFL in passing and still won the Super Bowl. Because do you remember that stat? I remember that was floating around. Remember, last year everyone was taking Philadelphia except for this podcast. And that was one of the stats. (laughs) It was, if you lead the NFL in passing, uh, you're 0-56 in the Super Bowl. And Patty goes, let's make that 1-56. in Hello. Nice job, Patty. Patty's got the new offensive coordinator this year because BNME went to the Met, to the Commanders, and now we have big Matt Nagy calling plays, and it almost matters who's calling plays. Yeah, I mean, Nagy was there before, and then he went to the Bears, and then he came back as like the quarterback coach or something. Yeah. I mean, he, he knows what he's doing. They're, they're familiar. They're comfortable. They're probably like, deep breath you know the enemy's not yelling his old crap at us now <laughs> there was one thing that i that i read that i thought was interesting and you know that you might want to take a look at the uh kansas city chiefs team um over first points first game of the season so patty's last five seasons the lowest he scored the first game is 32 um and the over under for their first game is 30 points so I thought that was kind of interesting. And the reason for that is because you give Big Andy Reid a full summer to game plan for the squad he's playing, it's going to be kind of tough. Yep. I mean, one of the, these things with these guys that win it, it's like motivation. It's kind of getting them. How do you get them fired up to do it again and go for another one? Some guys like Patty have it in them. He wants to do it. But does the rest of the team coming out of the gates or they're just content with making the playoffs? So, I mean, these guys win 11 11 games they're they're good they'll be in the hunt i just think the Chargers are gonna have a better regular season and perhaps better super bowl season oh uh, well yeah we'll see i mean now the the other thing the chargers have a top 10 o-line chiefs top three basically they, they rebuilt that after after the buccaneers right shop on them in that super bowl so they have arguably the best interior offensive linemen um the guards in the center they have two new tackles. So, again, like last year, it might take a little bit to gel in the beginning. But because um, if you recall, the Chiefs weren't playing that great. I mean, they were winning ball games, but, you know, not by very much. Well, and what, what it, it was their defense wasn't amazing. It was pretty young, and, and Patty can outscore people. You know, he can put up the 35, and, and they can still get the win. And we're talking about Bosa. It's like the Chiefs don't have Chris Jones, and they say they're nowhere close because uh, he, he wants the thirty a year. Dude, is Chris Jones any good? Uh, so, I mean, if he if he's not there, wrecking shop for like a month or maybe they'll figure it out. But oh, he said he goes, yeah, he goes. I don't know what why it's week nine. He's like, I can sit out till week nine. I I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, there's something about you know the way it's worded about losing the money. Okay, the well, guaranteed money. He dude. They're not going to mess around with big Chris Jones. I mean, that guy's easily top three, top five for sure, best defensive players in the NFL. I mean, that guy, remember when I pointed him out to you a few years ago, I go, why don't you just watch that guy right in there? Big Chris Jones. Guy wrecks havoc. Um, they better get him signed. That's going to be a problem. 
The Chargers have big Joey Bosa if he stays healthy. <laughs> and, and Mac and Derwin James. <laughs> well, the, let's get those guys on the field together. Like, Mac and Bosa played like only a hundred plays together last season. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bosa, holy cow, does he need to get on the field? Yeah, it's always a groin or a hamstring, and he's he's out like nine games. So then we have the Raiders and the Bronx, and which squad do you think will take third? Broncos. Okay, talk to me. Talk to me here about their new coach, Big Sean Payton. I think because of the coach that they're going to take third. Uh, I think Russ is, will have a better season. They're saying he lost the 15 pounds. Yep, I saw that. Looks like Judy went out of practice the other day. I mean, it seems like their receivers always get dinged up in practice or, or sometime. Yes, they do. So health factors in for them, too. They'll just be better than they were with, with Peyton, for sure. He's going to change some stuff up. Well, one of the things he's going to change is the red zone. So how about this? The Broncos were dead last in the red zone last year. Sean Peyton was number one in the red zone over his career. So that's going to be a big change right there. And the thing, do you remember this stat last year? This is incredible. That's why we have to bring it up again. First 12 games of the season last year, the Broncos were three and nine, three losses or three wins, nine losses. If they had only scored 18 points in those ball games, they would have been 10 and two. Jeez. Is that incredible? So you have to think the Bronx, the only way up, or the only way to go is up because some of these stats. They did get Marvin Mims, um, the Oklahoma wide receiver. Not very big, 5'11", 180. I mean, that is as small as you can get in the NFL. But he averaged 20 yards a catch. Not his season, his last season, for his career in college. Hmm. So he's a game breaker. So that'll help them with the offense. But... I've always had Russ's back. I still have Russ's back. I mean, this guy can't be any lower. Everyone thinks he is just garbage. They think, you know, the biggest waste of chips of all time. I'm excited to see what Russ can do here. <laughs> yeah, I think with Russ, it's, it's just his interviews, too. It's like everything's like the cliche, like the self-help book quote, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, this is a privilege to feel pressure. You just it's one of those. After oh yeah, no, hey, I'm with you. Listen, Russ out in public, not the numero uno guy. Uh, he needs, like I said, he needs to stay off the social media. We get it, Russ. You love your family. Life is great. Fabulous. We're happy for you. We don't need to see it in our face fifty times a day. <laughs> Let's zone in on being the quarterback for the Broncos and getting some W's this year. Okay, big guy? Yep. And then the big Raiders. Yep, yep. I mean, last year they had a lot of one-score losses. Um, and the, the season before was the Vikings. It was kind of in their position. The Vikings flipped it and had a great season last season. And I usually kind of lean with the Raiders turning it around, but Josh McDaniel doesn't do it for me. Right. I, I just, I don't believe in that guy. I just, you know, he's kind of trying to, to copy Belichick's like the sweatshirt look, but have his own twist to it. <laughs> the visor's too tight on the ears. Just, just none of. I just don't think the guys listen to him. Well, okay, and you know what? It starts even before that guy. Because how about these guys haven't won a playoff game since two thousand and two? Twenty-one years. Wow. Big Davis, owner for the Raiders. Let's take a look in the mirror. And change things around here, bud. And it's not happening this year. You got big Jimmy G coming in, who we've got Jimmy 
back to the sense that he's not that bad. But guess what? When he doesn't have protection, he is not good. And he won't be around long. And their O-line is not good. It's one of the worst in the NFL. So that's going to be a problem. And Devontae Adams doesn't seem very happy right now. Wouldn't be surprised if he demanded a trade. He's like, this is rotten. I'm not used to being on a shit team. Yeah, he loses it when things start going south. (laughs) And he'll let you know. And so this is going to be a problem for the Raids. They're going to be easily one of the worst squads in the NFL this year. What's their over-under? I don't have it, the over-under here. I, I would imagine it's around like the, the seven or so. You know, I feel Max Crosby, guys like that bust their ass. It's like, give him a little help. I'd love to see him win. I just, you know, don't see it happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pause right now. Sure. You, uh, they brought in uh, Hooper as their tight end. Renfro was a little dinged up, too. He's supposed to be back. And they, you know, brought in Jacoby Myers as another receiver. He was an old Patriot guy. So they're trying to, to see what Jimmy can do here, but I just don't see it firing with this division. This division's not easy. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, I think the Ra- Raiders will probably be one of the third or fourth worst teams in the NFL. I mean, once Jimmy goes out, who's the backup for Jimmy? Do we even know who the backup is? Yeah, for he's been doing okay in the preseason. It's Aiden O'Connell. Um, I, he, they, they were kind of saying maybe he could be like a Purdy type guy. He, you know, he looked like he had some flair. <laughs> against, uh, against third and fourth stringers? That's the thing. It's like they're playing those vanilla defenses and they're not playing the starters right so. but i mean what are you supposed to do if you're a guy like that you're no like, no dude he's, yeah it's just people jump the gun when they're like hey this guy's a baller like hold on guys there'll be a there'll be a learning curve yeah when you throw them in those real games yeah so okay there it is afc west nfc west and then next week some people are wondering when the podcast come out well it's going to be every tuesday afternoon from here through the super bowl so let's get ready to play a little ball yep i hear you um don't forget twitter and instagram it's at bolt brady picks and we'll keep some info on there for you guys i know bolt mentioned some new hats were coming so uh give us a review we'll check you there and then i know i emailed um a guy zach zach we got a hat coming for you when they come in check your spam sometimes they don't go to your inbox for some reason but we will get you on when i get one catch y'all next week see ya